The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Mind Body Pause with Charlie Kale, holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind Body Pause on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale. Hello and welcome to Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. Thank you for being here. This is show number 40, Happy Animal Money with Ken Honda. I'm Charlie Kale, a passionate dog and cat mom, broadcaster and Reiki master and practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People and Paws. I do distant healings as well as in-person sessions for people and animals because energy transcends space and time. And there's more on my website, charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. This is your safe place to honor animals where we'll nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially. Financially, As animal lovers, we break the bank to do what we can for our pets' health and well-being, usually neglecting ourselves, especially those who do animal rescue work. My guest, Ken Honda, is known as the Zen Millionaire. He's the internationally best-selling author of the new book, Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money. He shows people how to create a life of abundance by changing their relationship with money. Ken became incredibly successful in Japan as a business consultant and investor, owning and managing an accounting company, a management consulting firm, and a venture capital corporation. But we know him for his writings that use that experience to bridge the topics of finance and self-help, focusing on creating and generating personal wealth and happiness through deeper self-honesty. He currently lives in Tokyo, Japan, where I woke him up awfully early to talk with us. Welcome and arigato, Ken Honda. Hello, Charlie. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited. Um, I just woke up, but I'm so happy. (laughs) I truly appreciate you for taking the time to help animal lovers who are some of the most selfless people I know. We'll spend our last dime making sure animals are taken care of and we ignore our own needs. And when we get more money, we rescue more animals. So I want you to help us to be able to keep honoring that passion deep in our soul, but to attract prosperity and take care of ourselves as well. Great. I think I'm on on the perfect show. 
I, th- I think you're the perfect person. So let's start with what yes. is happy money and how do you know if your money is smiling? Now, happy money is money that makes you smile when you receive it and gives you joy when you spend it. So, you know, it could be money given by uh, from your friend and your grandparents or your loved ones. Uh, it, it comes with love and friendship and care. So what you're doing is exactly uh, happy money and, and it's helping people, animals, all the other living things. And it gives people happiness. That's the idea. And, so uh, happiness yes. and love and care when you're doing things with the money is actually energy. Yes. And so the money is really energy. I think so. Because, you know, you, you feel it even though you're not psychic. You kind of know if money gives you a good feeling or a bad feeling. Uh, For example, unhappy money is alimony received by uh, your ex-husband or ex-wife after um, ugly divorce. So um, even though money, uh, you need the money desperately, you feel yucky or err about uh, receiving it. And also when you spend it, you don't want to spend it. You know, you just hold on to the money. I don't want to pay for the taxes. I don't pay the bills. That's unhappy money. An accountant, um, were actually, it was a, um, a, a financial manager once told me uh, like 20 years ago. Yeah. She said that um, always be happy to pay your bills. Be grateful for the electricity you have. So you'll be happy to pay that high electric bill. Um, be happy to pay someone who you hired to help you, you know, work around the house or whatever it is. Always be grateful for their service of whatever it is when you pay them. And that's definitely part of, of what you put in your book and, and your whole philosophy with money. That's so true because, you know, if, it, for example, if the taxes and bills, um, if you have to pay for them anyway, do so with appreciation. I mean, you can do that with, with upset feeling or resentment, but if you have a choice, you can do that with a happy feeling and that opens a door to abundance and prosperity. And that's, um, Something, something I learned from my mentor, Wahei Takeda, who's called Warren Buffett of Japan. He said, arigato in, arigato out. That means when money comes in, say thank you to money. When you spend money and money goes out of your life, also say thank, thank the money. So uh, money comes back uh, with, with their friends. So th- you know that, that starts the, the cycle of appreciation. And it's so true how we can't control how the cycle of finances actually goes. We can't control the stock market, real estate, Bitcoin, but we can only control how we feel about the increase and decrease in value or how we feel about how it comes in and out the flow in our lives. Yes, yes. And uh, uh, we have to realize how much influence we we get uh, with money coming in and going out because it gives us, um, it, it pulls out uh, a lot of good uh, in us and a lot of bad in us. Uh, money is a magnifier. If you're a good person, if you, if you uh, get a lot of money, you'll be a super good person. If you're a bad person, mean person, cold person, and get money, you'll be a very vicious person. So <laughs> it really magnifies who you are. 
at the core, because I think everybody has a little bit of some of that. It's just in mm-hmm. varying amounts. Yes. Um, and even what seems like the cruelest, most awful person out there, I have to believe, has a little bit of good in there somewhere. Yes. So I'm sure, Charlie, you're su- surrounded by a lot of great people with happy money. And, uh, you know, that gives you joy in whatever you do because everybody shows care and love and friendship. I, I am surrounded by some amazing people who I, I am so grateful for their influence in my life. And so, some of them are on Empower Radio right now, like my producer, Remy, sitting at the board. He's one of them mm-hmm. um, and the CEO of Empower Radio. But yes, in, in my life, um, there are a lot of wonderful people. And I always personally want to have greater finances so that I can show them not, I I know time and, and um, care and things that I can talents that I can use, show them, I love them, but you know, I want bigger finances so I could just, you know, take them out for an amazing dinner and just go, Hey, anything you want. Some need a night. You deserve it. You know, I think we all want that ability to do that for those we love. And with those of us in the animal world, we want to be able to all the animals and get them the health care they need, mm-hmm. uh, the rescue care they need, give them uh, ho- loving homes and loving environments. And that's so big in our hearts. And I'll tell you something with rescue people who I admire with all of my heart and soul. Um, they have to deal with so many negative circumstances. They mm-hmm. deal with horrible people and they see the the brutality and the environments that, that animals are left in. And they have to go in there and, and, and absorb that negative energy and turn it around and find a loving home or bring that animal back to health. And that wears you out. And so these are some of the most financially broke people I know, but with the biggest hearts. That's why uh, happy money is super important because uh, happy money is uh, uh, money that um, gives people hope. So uh, people with great heart, they should have happy money. But to do that, you have to start creating the flow of happy money. And in order to do that, you have to start sharing and giving what you have. That means not a materialist, a materialistic thing, but your heart. If people, uh, enough people feel uh, and share the heart um, and, and love you, you, you have for, for animals, people are willing to share whatever they have. So everything is in sharing. So if you share your heart and love uh, for animals, people will respond to you. And that's why uh, one of my friends and mentors uh, is a Lynn Twist, who's raised um, uh, uh, about $200 million for Hunger Project and Pachamama Alliance. And she's super good with uh, resonating with people. So she uh, raised so much money in for good causes, and uh, she has a beautiful life. And, and you can do that with elegance and prosperity. But most of us believe um, in... Uh, what we call uh, pure and poverty. Uh, that means you want to have a, <clears throat> a great life. And also, um, uh, if you're doing something great for life, you have to be poor 
and uh, you have to uh, struggle financially. And that's uh, um, one of the beliefs we have. It's a, I call it monk uh, archetype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yes. And a lot of people, I find that in animal rescue people um, here and also um, people who are working in child abuse or uh, elderly care people. Yeah, you're so right. I, you're right. I see that too. And those are, I have a big fondness for, for both of those kinds of charities as well. I'm talking mm-hmm. with Ken Honda, author of the new book, Happy Money, the Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money, available everywhere and also at KenHonda.com. And Ken, you brought up something there with the the monk uh, aspect Healing your past wounds with money is one of the keys to changing your attitude toward it. So how do we go back and heal some of our past wounds with money? You know, most of us um, have been hurt badly by our parents, siblings, and situations um, when we were a child. Unfortunately, we weren't given everything we wanted um, so um, there was a bicycle, computer games, and watches, and, and and smartphones that we didn't get. You know that really haunted us. You know, and it's been haunting me um, since I was um, a high school student. I was denied a trip to uh, U.S. or Australia for English studies. So um, you know, because of financial reasons um, uh, or emotional reasons. So we were once denied for piano lessons, soccer lessons, whatever that is, uh, we were said no, and that really hurt. So um, I recommend you to go back to the days when, and also uh, if you cannot forgive your parents, you can at least give them understanding of what happened. And they're not mean people, but they're also struggling uh, financially or emotionally. You know, they're young. Maybe uh, you may be older than, um, 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 than your parents at the time. You know, they're struggling. So instead of being gracious and handle with this financial problem, they were upset and got angry with you and maybe yelled at you. Um, and then uh, they may have made you your fault for asking something, you know, um, and I'm sure a, a lot of us had that. So you have to go back to um, the days and, and and feel and see what's going on with, their, with your parents, young ones. And they were probably struggling financially. So as much as they wanted to give you something your kids badly wanted, I'm sure they knew it, but they couldn't. So uh, they were embarrassed, they were in shaming, they were feeling shame, guilt, and upset. So instead of feeling all those feelings and, and sink, them, sink them in, they were upset with you. So if you can give them understanding about what happened, um, the, the whole thing will transform you. Because if you were broadly heard about this money wounds, and then grow up feeling that your your life is limited because of money. You know, you, you tend to feel like uh, you cannot do certain things because of money. That's why we feel the struggle. Whatever we do, it's there is not enough and uh, we're not doing enough. So uh, especially if you're doing something great, uh, people don't care. 
so we struggle. So that's a belief system. And if we can transform that relationship uh, or uh, belief system, we can change the financial situation. I've, I've seen hundreds of thousands of people do that here in Japan, and I'm so happy that I can uh, do that in other countries. So true. And, and when we realize that our thought of scarcity is just a myth, because mm-hmm. we just see what we don't have, we see what we're not doing, but it's not true. My gosh, when you start looking what you do have and what you are doing, it far outweighs the other, especially, and then you throw the appreciation on it and the yes. gratitude. Yes. So, it, you know, people sometimes misunderstand me because um, I say when I say money is, is energy, people think I'm spiritual, but I'm not. I'm a, I'm a very practical guy. So one of my students uh, was a single mother. Uh, she, can, she was complaining about the little pay she got from her boss because she's a high school graduate. She didn't have a college degree. But one time um, she took my classes and she realized that she forgot to appreciate her boss uh, for keeping her. And she started to appreciate her boss. And a few weeks later, she got a big raise without, without negotiating anything. So because she was complaining before and she started appreciating her boss. So her boss got it, you know, and then she, uh, he wanted to do something back to her. So if you start showing your appreciation to the world, the world respond back to you. And it's not just a secretary job. I was doing accounting and consulting in my 20s. I divided my clients into two groups, one with gifts, the other with, uh, without gifts. A few months later, uh, the group that I gave uh, gifts uh, gave me so many referrals. And the group uh, without gifts they didn't give us uh, so much. So if you're if you give, you get more. That's the law of the universe. Mm-hmm. The energy you put out, you attract to you. It's so yeah. true. Like attracts like. Yeah. So it's not a, a spiritual metaphysic world. It's a psychology. So once you're in the cycle of appreciation and, and and fun, you know people can feel it. So if if you're florist accountant, lawyers, doctors, uh, or, um, you know, shop owners, whatever you do, people can feel the light and hope and, and they're attracted to you. There's something else in your book, Happy Money, that I just loved. And it was a shift in my thinking, too, mm-hmm. that money really is an illusion. Because if you think about that bank account. You're not in the bank holding stacks of cash. You are looking at a statement online. So you're just looking at something in cyberspace that has some numbers on it. And conversely, the same with your credit card debt. Yes. So I I just like I'm, I'm wrapping my head around that so that in my mind, I'm seeing my bank account with those really high numbers and I'm seeing my credit card debt with those really low numbers. Yes. And uh, a lot of people are feeling so much burden around debt. So I just help um, young people transform the relationship with debt. Debt is uh, um, a trust that uh, banks and your friends or your relatives or family members placed on you. 
because they believed and trusted that you're going to pay back or you're capable of paying back the debt. So instead of feeling burdened, um, I want you to feel debt is a trust and love and care they placed on you. So uh, I think it's going to make you feel lighter, not heavier. Yeah, it's a different way of thinking about it and looking at it. And even though, yes, I still owe that money and I'm aware of that and I'm still sweating bullets when I'm trying to figure out how to come up with the money to, yeah, to, so to pay you have, it. You have to be uh, more um, joyous about receiving trust. Uh, so just you have a choice, you know, the debt stays the same number, but instead of feeling debt burden, heavy burden on, on your shoulders, you can feel like, oh, I'm so blessed with the trust the bank placed me when I was a student, that they they trusted, they believed I'm, I have this ability to pay back. And it, it gives you a good feeling if you choose to, but a lot of people feel that they're burdened because of the shame and guilt around money. So right. you can transform your relationship with money because you have to pay the debt anyway. Once again, you have a choice. You have a lot of choices around money, but we tend to feel the worst. We we tend to feel the guilt and shame and embarrassment around our money. And because we feel there is no other way and we're supposed to feel shameful guilt and embarrassment about money. That's a, a our belief system as in as, as a society right and i don't know how you feel about this but i kind of feel like since um energy is neither created nor dissolved it just changes form if you get rid of your debt in a drastic way that really um i don't know how to put it you kind of feel like you skated around it um it's going to reappear in some other form in your life Yes. I had a client when I, when I was doing more accounting job, I had a client who owed something like $20,000, um, us currency, um, for a debt, a credit card loan. And then he wanted to pay back. But, um, uh, one day he came up with a payment, but on the way to his bank, he got into the uh, car accident and he was paying back $5,000 but the car accident cost him $5,000. So he went back to the same number again. Right. So there must, be, there must be some kind of psychological thing that uh, people who owe something, they feel like they are a minus to the society. So that's why they want to stay uh, in debt. Right, right. So um, how do you discover your gifts to get into the flow of happy money? So you, if you can find something that gives you joy, and if you find some gifts that excite you so much that um, you are willing to do it without getting paid, um, that's a good start. Um, I'm sure there are so many gifts you have. There are usually multiple gifts that you have. Uh, sometimes you're good at talking, you're good at listening, you're good at connecting people. You're good at coming up with the right solutions. Uh, people are so creative when they are in the flow. So I recommend um, doing what you love, even for five minutes a day, and then start just uplifting yourself. If you are stagnating, nothing comes out. So once you know that you're good at something, 
you should change your jobs so you can use your gifts more. Um, selling, connecting, speaking, uh, whatever that is. So you'll be happier. And then if, you, if somebody's happier, uh, she or he will um, more um, uh, find find more joy and and more creative. So you are going into the cycle of appreciation and more fun. So once this cycle starts, you're more creative, productive, and you're getting paid more. And how do you trust life with love and not fear? That's always a choice. I always, <laughs> uh, you know, I always face that choice every morning, um, a, a few times a day and at night. So um, it's a practice. Uh, you know, you have a choice of um, choosing happiness or unhappiness. Uh, if, even if you have the same amount of money, you choose happy money and happy money. So that's why Wahei said, always choose happy money. So arigato in, arigato out. Once you focus on happy money or happy happiness, you cannot really um, choose unhappiness at the same time. You know, mind can focus one at one thing at a time. So you have a choice, you know, choose happy money flow or unhappy money flow. The key is appreciation. If you can appreciate what you have or uh, who you are or who you hang out with, you cannot focus on money worries or, or just, you know, uh, struggle. It's so true. And we are now down to the last few minutes. So, Ken, what is one last thing you would like to impress upon everyone? If you can feel that you're in the flow of happy money or happy life, you will really shift your life. So instead of complaining what you, um, what you have in your life, start counting what you have. And if you can transform your relationship with money, Arigato in, arigato out. You can really transform your life. And I have, I've changed hundreds of thousands of people personally. So it doesn't cost anything. Just try happy money. It It's exactly. It doesn't cost a thing to try to shift that thinking. And you're right. It's a process. You have to keep reminding yourself to do it. But the more you remind yourself and the more you do it, the more those little neural pathways make their new paths and find happiness. So I appreciate everything. Find out more about Ken Honda, author of the brand new book, Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money, available everywhere and also available at KenHonda.com. Thank you so much, Ken. Thank you so much, Charlie. It's been fun. And uh, do what you love, everybody, and have fun in your life. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> Love you. And thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me on Mind Body Pause, holistic living for you and your animals. I'm Charlie Kale. Check out my Reiki business, Energy Healing for People and Pause for in person or distant healing sessions for people or animals at charliekale.com. And you can find past shows on there as well as on my page at Empower Radio. The easiest way to listen is on the Empower mobile app for your phone. And the show is also on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeart, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcast apps. Arigato to Brent Carey, the founder of CEO. 
and CEO of Empower Radio and Remy Smith in the studio in Detroit for their love and support. Take care and remember, no matter what's going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better because you're doing the best you can. They know it. They chose you anyway, and they love you for it. Mind Body Pause is a guilt-free, very grateful zone. See you next time. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.